0: You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 304, the solo series. I don't know what you heard, but, ha, yeah, she runs the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra with you here, so... Um, I don't even know where to start. This is going to be a long episode. Let me start there. This is going to be a long episode because there is a lot for you and I to talk about. And I have, I don't know that I've wanted to talk about this, but I have been asking certain questions in my own life and waiting for the answers from the universe for quite some time. And in the last two or three days, when I tell you that answers just came like out of nowhere, just showed up in the strangest ways but hit me so hard when they came that it was like, here are the answers you've been looking for. Boom, 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 boom. In totally different places, which we're going to get to. And so I want to share what I'm learning because this applies to life and business. In fact, this applies to every arena of your life. And every arena affects every other arena. So when people listen to my podcast, A lot of people who listen are not necessarily women entrepreneurs. They're not necessarily even wanting to start a business in general, but they listen because they understand that your mindset decides everything you have the power to create in your life. And without a really powerful mindset, you will succumb to whatever your environment is in the moment. And that will not work. It is not about you succumbing to the environment. It is about you owning the environment that you're in by creating the environment you actually want to be in. See what I'm saying? You you have to create the context of your life by understanding that you are the creator of your life, which requires some pretty big mindset shifts. So in today's episode, I want to talk about the truth about feeling stuck in a season you wish would change. I don't know if anybody else can relate, but I'm going to tell you. I have been going through some things and I've been waiting for certain seasons of my life to move from one season to the next. And when I tell you it feels like it's taking forever, um, <laughs> it feels like it's taking forever. And the closer I get to the finish line, the longer it feels like it's taking. The closer I get to okay, I'm going to move into the next chapter. I'm going to take my business to the next level. I'm going to finally be ready to to go into some of the goals and dreams that I've always wanted to go into full throttle, all in. The closer I get to those things, the farther they seem from me. And um, And I say that because I want to normalize this idea that everybody else but us has it figured out, right? We look around and we think everybody but like, why does it look like everybody is moving and doing and, you know, they're getting to where they want to go? And here I am over here still feeling stuck, right? Still in a season that I'm like, why is this not done? <laughs> you know, I, I literally, I always say, I throw these mental temper tantrums when I'm like, why is it? Why? Like when I'm writing a book that's taking much longer than I thought it would take to write, I throw a three-year-old temper tantrum in my head. And I'm like, why am I still writing this book? why is this still taking so long, right? When a podcast episode takes longer to post, why? like I throw these three-year-old temper tantrums because uh, I'm a hothead in general. And and I have these moments where I'm like, why does everything seem to take so long? You know, like, shouldn't things be going faster? Um, and it reminds me of this idea of we live in a world where we're only looking on social and other places, people are only giving you their after photos, right? And, and even if people give you, in terms of their lives and their progress and life and business, if people even give you the before and the after, they certainly aren't showing you how long the middle took, right? And they call it the messy middle for a reason. Because the messy middle is actually where all the work happens. <clears throat> and we live in a world that really promotes the after photo Barely shows the before photo of people's life, you know, journeys and then totally goes silent on the middle, the messy middle. Most people will never tell you how long things actually took. You know, most people will never tell you when you're looking at somebody's after photo and they have six kids that they had four miscarriages four years of secondary infertility, had to do IVF for the... Fer- like, most people will not tell you about the messy middle, nor do they have to. Let's be real. People are entitled to their privacy, contrary to the very public social media world we live in. People are entitled to their privacy. Where I have a problem with the way people do things is you don't want to talk about the messy middle You barely want to touch on your before, but you want to put all over social media the after, like it just poof, magically appeared. And then you get other people twisted up mentally because they're looking at you thinking you just magically created that thing in a month when honestly it took you years to write that book. Do you see what I'm saying? So I believe everybody has their right to their privacy, but I am not in love with the idea that that some of us are out here promoting quick results and, um, fast transformations. And it's just, I build a vision board and boom, 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 boom. And then everything, everything from the vision board does magically. No, it didn't. Don't lie. No, it didn't. You had to work for that. You had to allow for that. You had to have faith for that. You had to go through some things for that. And the universe had to be ready for you to get those things, all of that. So I digressed for a minute, but I say all of that to say, It reminds me of one of my favorite quotes, which says, be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind, right? Because you don't know what people are going through behind their social media posts. You don't know what's happening in people's homes. Do you know that the amount of suffering that people are going through, small and large, in their minds, in their hearts, in their bodies, with their family, you don't know. Like people can look one way, but you have no clue what they're going through. So we don't need to judge people because it seems like they're moving faster than we are on similar goals. We also don't need to judge people because we think that, um, they are taking too long to get to where they keep telling us they want to go. We do that too, right? Like people will say, here's my vision. Here's my goal. Five years later, they're still not there and we are judging them. We're like, well, we're, you said you were going to do such and such. Why did you? Why haven't you yet? No, don't judge that. Don't do that either. You are inviting some repercussions that you simply don't want with that kind of judgment. Be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. So let's get to the episode. Um, as I told you earlier, I, I have these moments of three year old temper tantrums in my head where I'm like, why does it take so long to record a book for Audible? You know, why does it take so Um I, I have done this for years with this whole idea of, of, of getting pregnant and having another. Why does this infertility thing take so long? Why? why Like, why? Like, some people seem to just get these things fast, right? They, they, they get pregnant at the drop of a hat. They seem to be just pumping out book after book after. Like, why does this take so long? And um, in this current season of life, I am having ever increasing moments of asking the universe for answers to this one question right for the last few months i've been like why is is moving from one level of my life to the next why is this taking so long that has been my whether i tried to shift to a different question i'm not like I can say all the positive affirmations I want. Doesn't mean my soul isn't still asking the same question. And the question that my soul has been asking for a number of months, and let's say probably the last year or two, why is this taking so long? Like universe, why can we not just get to the next chapter already? Like, do I need to be in the spiritual sixth grade another year? Like, why is this taking so long? And I don't know if you've been asking the same question, but what's so interesting about that is I've been asking this question for steadily for the last year. And in the last week, the universe has been throwing the answers in my face. So um, and so now that I've gotten the answers, and you know, whenever I get clear messages, like, from my spirit guides from the, I write them in Evernote. I put them down because I do, when I ask for something and the universe provides it, you better believe I'm going to write it down. So I do not forget the miracle of the answer to the question I was asking. So let's talk about the truth about feeling stuck in a season you wish would change. In other words, the answers that I've been getting, I'm going to share with you on why is this taking so long? Whatever you're so long is about, like could be about a relationship, could be about getting pregnant, could be about building your business to a certain level, could be about getting in or out of a relationship, could be about moving into a new house, remodeling your house, building your house, writing a book, finishing school. We all have the why is this taking so long issue in our lives. And whatever your issue is, I hope that the answers I've gotten in the last week will help you answer the same question for your whatever the so long issue is. And, and here's where I want to begin because I want to, I want to frame this in the right way. Have you ever found yourself in a season of life that you really want to be different? Like you're like, this needs to change. This can, this cannot sit. Have you ever found yourself in a place where you're like, I need this to be different, right? And you are working so hard to make it different. And yet it feels like the progress is like trying to walk through quicksand. It is slow. Or have you ever been in a season where you know things need to change, right? You know exactly what has to change. You need to lose some weight. You know exactly what to do. You know how to change your eating. You know what workouts you need. You, you know things need to change. You know exactly what has to change. You have every ability to make the change and you know you do. And yet, sh- you're not taking the actions required to go through the change. Have you ever been there where you're like, I know what I need to do. I have everything lined up to do what I need to do. And yet why am I not doing what I need to do? Have you ever been in that space? Cause trust me, I've been there many a time and, um, and the frustration is the same. Whether you feel like you're in a season where you're doing all the things, you are taking the actions, you're finishing school, you're writing the book, you're doing the things for your business, you know, if you, if you're looking for your soulmate, you're on match.com and you're just going on the, whether you feel like you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing and nothing's happening or things are not moving fast enough, or you're in a season where you feel like, okay, I know what I'm supposed to do. I, I know, I know, I know everything. I, I, but I can't even tell you why I am not motivated to do any of that stuff. The answers to the why is this taking so long is still the same because there are times in our lives. When we are stuck in a season we wish would change or that we know how to change and keep wondering why we aren't making the moves required to change, or the universe is not meeting us halfway on taking actions, right? And in those moments, we feel stuck and we're resentful that we feel stuck and we're angry that we're still in the s- seemingly, seemingly, we're going to get there, still in the same position. We are mad that things are not going any faster. We're mad that things are harder than we thought they were ever going to be. And we have no idea why, right? Like it's one thing when you go, I can see a bigger picture of why I'm going through what I'm going through. I can already see the meaning of what this experience has come to teach me. But what about when you have no clue why this thing isn't moving forward, right? How do you keep moving forward when the progress is so slow that you wonder, Like when you get to a point where you feel like you are so stuck and you are doing all the things and the things, the things aren't moving fast enough, or you're in a position where you know what to do. You know, you're not doing what you need to do and you have no clue why you're not doing what you need to do. You get to a point where you start to gaslight yourself and say, is this a sign that I'm not supposed to go to that next level? Is this a sign that I'm not supposed to move forward on this issue? Is this a sign that that future that I keep saying I want, even though I'm not doing anything to get there, or that future that I keep working so hard to get to and nothing seems to be changing, does that mean that that's just not meant for me? Like, is that what this slow progress, no progress, stuck in a season, I wish what you, it, does that, is that a sign? that I don't have the ability to get there? You know what I'm talking about with those self-doubts, that self-gaslighting thing. Well, I've been asking the same questions for a long time. And then last week, the answers have come from a variety of places. And that's what we're going to talk about on today's episode. The truth about feeling stuck in a season you wish would change. Like I said before, usually I try to keep these episodes below 30 minutes. This will not be um, I, I can only go to 60, so I'm gonna have to try to really get all this in, but we're gonna sit here for a minute because this is a deep topic that you probably wanna put on repeat over and over and over and over again. That I'm gonna put on repeat over and over and over again because I'm still in the season of stuckness right now. But let's dive into it. So, um, I, I like Gabby Bernstein. She wrote a book called the universe has your back. It's, it's probably one of few that I've read from her. I think she's amazing. She has a podcast called dear Gabby. She is not necessarily what I would consider one of my spiritual teachers. Like I like some of her stuff and then I don't like other p- parts of her stuff. So, um, I don't consider her one of my spiritual teachers, the way I would Marianne Williamson, for example, and Daniel Laporte. Uh, but, and it's strange because I follow her on Facebook and last week, and I don't really pay attention to her posts on Facebook. And last week, a post popped up for one of her latest Dear Gabby episodes. She has a podcast on iTunes called Dear Gabby. I would highly recommend you subscribe to it and listen to it. It's powerful. And she had an episode on Dear Gabby that was called Turn Your Setbacks into Success. And the episode aired on January 24th, 2022, if you're going to go look for it on iTunes. Turn Your Setbacks into Listen to it on repeat because it's that powerful. And Gabby was talking to a listener about the concept of trusting the holdup, right? When you feel like you know what you want, you know where you want to be, it just feels like things are not coming together as quickly or easily as you thought they would. And so Gabby was talking to this listener about trusting the holdup. And what I loved about this episode is she pointed out in this Dear Gabby episode, some of the common reasons that in the grand scheme of our lives, the universe holds stuff up, right? Like movement into the new house, uh, changing jobs, changing careers, getting a degree, getting married, having children, building a business, getting a business to a certain level. And the things that she said, let me give you some of the common reasons. And then I want you to listen to her episode called turn your setbacks into success. So in this episode, Gabby says, sometimes the holdup happens because, the right next opportunity hasn't opened up yet, right? So so the right next thing, the thing that is really meant for you hasn't opened up yet and isn't ready for you yet, right? Next, sometimes it's not that you're not ready. It's that where you're going next isn't yet ready for you. And she gave a couple of examples. She said, maybe it's, it's happening slower than you'd like uh, and slower than you thought because the right home hasn't opened up yet, right? Maybe... It's in a relationship sense, it's happening. It's not happening yet. And you haven't found that partner yet because that partner is in a different relationship and needs to get out of that one first before you two line up. And so she said, sometimes the holdup is because the right next opportunity hasn't opened up yet and isn't ready for you yet. She also said, sometimes we're meant to live in the stuckness because there are miracles or lessons that we need to experience. And if we're so busy trying to force our way out of the present moment, we are missing the gifts of this experience entirely. She said, sometimes, you know, a lot of what we tend to do when, when, we're, when a season is taking longer than we'd like, we want to bulldoze it, right? I'm a bulldozer by nature, a bull in a china house. Uh, we want to bulldoze it. We want to force our way out of things. And can I tell you, um, I've forced lots of things. I'm pretty powerful in that way. I've forced lots of things and they never quite worked out the way they needed to or could have had i just sat my butt down somewhere and allowed the process to unfold in its own timing and so she said sometimes where the hold up is because there are miracles we have to we need to be willing to see and if we're trying to force our way out of it we miss the miracles or there are lessons that we still need to get in this season. And I know sometimes you're in a season, you're like, what, what other lesson do you need me to get? Like, can we, can we just not, I've gotten ever, I've sucked this season dry. I don't have any more lessons. You don't know. Like, have you ever sat in a season you don't want to be in and just said, what do I need to learn? I'm willing. What, what else is here for me? I'm willing to see it. What is here from, I'm, and just sat like literally surrendered to the idea that there is more than meets the eye in the present circumstance, no matter how uncomfortable it feels to still be in it. See, that's so important. And, and, and in this example, you know, in this Dear Gabby episode, she also said, sometimes, we're holding ourselves up with our limiting beliefs, like our fear is getting in the way. Our lack of faith is getting in the way. Um, you know, we're not handling business and doing the things that are, that are within our power to do. We're not taking the actions we know we need to take. And she said, if that's you, it's totally fixable. It's not the universe holding you up. It's you holding you up. And if that's the case, then the answer is very simple. You need to do what you need to do. You can fix that. And then she also said, you know, sometimes um, the holdup is because this is a spiritual lesson where we learn how to strengthen our faith. You know, the universe is guiding us in a new direction. And this is where we need to trust and not doubt. So sometimes the holdup is because we are still operating in our own might and only in our own might. And we are not actually coming from a place of the universe has my back everything is always working out for me i trust the process of life like so you've got to operate in your own might like let's let's not mince words i'm not saying you create a vision board and then just meditate for a year and expect everything to just come to your door like amazon prime that's not real what i am saying is there's a piece of this that's you and there's a piece of this that's the universe and you have to be able to to move with daily massive action and move with intention always with the undercurrent belief and faith that the universe has your back and that it's always working in your favor. And so sometimes what Gabby was saying in this Dear Gabby episode is that the holdup is because our faith isn't strong enough and we are continuing to be in something that we wish would change because we haven't yet embraced the belief that no matter what situation I'm in, no matter how much longer it takes than I think it should, the universe is still working in my favor. It is still moving in the direction of my highest good. And Gabby quoted, I believe she said this in, in her book, The Universe Has Your Back, but she said, you know what I always say? This is Gabby Bird Senior podcast. Obstacles are detours in the right direction. Write that down. Obstacles are detours in the right direction. We forget that when the when we're in the middle of an obstacle. When people are our obstacles or money is our obstacle or lack of time is our obstacle or feeling too old or too young is our obstacle or feeling stressed by a situation is our obstacle, we often really get pissed at the obstacles, right? We're like, why are you still in my way? Why? When if we just took a step back and we took the words of Gabby Bernstein to heart, obstacles are detours in the right direction, then we would interact with the obstacles differently and we would move through them faster because we aren't trying to beat them up. We're just taking them in. See the difference? We're not beating our obstacles up. Excuse me. We're taking them in. And so, um, the other point she makes, and, and, and I want to dive a little deeper into this, is on the, the Dear Gabby episode, she says, if we're doing everything in an energy of grace and an and energy of ease and faith, but it's still not working out, say, okay, I'm just a little held up. The universe is guiding me in a new direction. Let me repeat Gabby Bernstein's quote. She said, if we're doing everything in an energy of grace and an energy of ease and faith, but it's still not working out. It's time to say to ourselves, okay, I'm just a little held up, not a lot, little held up. The universe is guiding me in a new direction. Put that on a post-it note so you can say it to yourself when you're starting to get a little anxious about how slow things are going. Okay, I'm just a little held up. The universe is guiding me in a new direction. I'm just a little held up, not a lot, a little. So, I took in for the last couple of days everything that she said in that podcast, and I want to use this episode to really go deeper on the things that she said and get really strategic with it. Because what I'm going to do between now and the end of this episode is I'm going to give you my take on the why of feeling stuck and the how of getting unstuck in seasons like this, because you know what? I'm feeling stuck right now. Maybe you're feeling stuck right now. Let's get unstuck. Shall we? Let's figure out what we need to do because I've been asking this question and now that I have the answers, well, guess what? It's time for me to do implement, implement. So let me talk to you about what I'm going to be implementing to get myself unstuck. Okay. So let's start with the why, the why of feeling stuck. I want to start us off with a basic belief, right? Because when we are telling our friends and our family members about being stuck in a season, we wish we could change. We're always talking about this idea of being stuck. Like I'm so stuck. I'm so stuck. Nothing's working out. Nothing's moving forward. I don't know why I'm still in the same place. And so we are speaking about our lives as if the stuckness is an actual thing in our lives. And here's the basic belief we're going to now shift to. We are never truly stuck. We are never truly stuck. You know why? Because feeling stuck doesn't have to be the same as being stuck. Let me say that again. Feeling stuck doesn't have to be the same as being stuck. It is our belief in the feeling of stuckness that leads us to behave in ways that replicate the environment of stuckness. And you know what? That's hard to hear because feeling stuck in the moment, and listen, I'm speaking from a place of I'm feeling really stuck right about now in certain arenas. Feeling stuck really seems like we actually are stuck and not making progress. Trust me, when I'm, I am in a content creation zone this year that is crazy. When I tell you the level to which I'm working this year is crazy. It really is. And and I still feel stuck, right? But there comes a point where you have to separate mentally this idea that I feel stuck from the fact that I am stuck. No you're not stuck. We are never truly stuck separate feeling stuck from being stuck because the moment you start to believe that you actually are stuck, you begin to produce that result in your environment, which then hinders your progress. So we are never truly stuck. Feeling stuck does not have to be the same as being stuck. That's the first belief we need to just undo right now. Say to yourself, I feel stuck, but I am not stuck. I feel it. Like I feel really stuck, but I'm not but I'm going to acknowledge that I feel stuck, but I am not stuck. Right? So let me talk about why are we stuck in a season longer than we'd like to be? Right? Because that was my real question. Like, why is this taking so long universe? What, what is really going on here? And so all of these answers have come and I have to say, not just from the dear Gabby episode. So let me back up a little bit. So when I tell you, I've been asking this, why is this taking so long question for a long time? none of the answers were coming. Like, I, I I consume lots of really inspirational, motivational, tactical, practical podcasts, books, YouTube channels, all of that. And the answers on all of them that, that I was watching never came until last week. And then all of a sudden, I got the D- Dear Gabby episode. And then I finally got around to watching the Women of Impact Theory um, interview that Lisa Billiou did with Najwa Zebian, which I'm about to talk about. And then... Last night, I watched Janet Jackson's documentary. I'm not done with it completely yet. Mind-blowing. Like, we're going to get to Janet. Mind-blowing. Like, the universe was hitting me. Boom, boom, boom with all these answers. So, we'll get to Janet. So, let's let's go to the question. Why are we stuck in a season longer than we'd like to be? Well... <laughs> I'm going to start with something that's pretty common sense, but it needs to be said. We expect things to go faster and smoother than they are actually meant to go. And then if things don't feel faster and smoother, we stop believing that things will change and or we stop taking the actions necessary for change. Let me put this another way. A lot of us are out here believing the Instagram, excuse me, let me drink some tea. My voice is doing something funny this morning. A lot of us are out here believing what we see on social and we keep seeing the after shots and then the before and after shots. And we think that if it's going fast for so and so that we see as a role model, it should be going fast for us. If so and so says it should only take nine months to lose, you know, 80 pounds, then why is it taking us two years? We expect things to go faster and smoother than they are actually meant to go for us. And then when things are not going faster and smoother, we're like, oh. Maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this, you know, like, and then we start to feel demotivated and then we start taking fewer actions and then things go even slower. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So sometimes we're stuck in a season longer than we'd like to be because we think that we are entitled for things to go faster and smoother when they don't go faster and smoother, we adjust the inputs, the daily massive actions that we're bringing to the table, and then wonder why things are going even slower after that. Just saying. Sometimes we're stuck in a season longer than we'd like to be because, you know, the universe does have a role in helping us move from one chapter of our lives to the next, right? Uh, we have a role and the universe has a role. And so sometimes we think that when things are not going, as quickly as we want them to we just go oh the universe doesn't want me to have it right now right like i don't know what's going on i guess this is a sign from the universe that it's just not time yet and and, and the thing about it is then we again reduce our level of action because we're like ah if the universe wants me to wait five more years and why am i working so hard well okay i just said the universe has a role and you have a role so let's just take the universe's role out of it for right now let's just focus on your role When I ask you this question, can you say yes to it? Because I'm about to ask you the question. Are you working consistently, taking action consistently, doing everything in your power to shift seasons like it all depends on you, while at the same time trusting the unfolding of your life and the work that only the universe can do like it all depends on the universe? Are you doing both? There's a beautiful prayer in Judaism that says something to the effect of, Work like it all depends on you and pray like it all depends on God. Work like it all depends on you and pray like it all. Are you doing both of those things? On the one hand, are you doing everything in your power to shift the season and at the same time, allowing the universe to do everything in its power on your behalf? And do you know the difference between what's in your circle to do and what's in the universe's circle to do? Or are you over here trying to manage the universe while you're not handling your own business? Are you doing both? Because if not, the universe might not be moving things at the pace you want, but you are slowing down the universe's unfolding by not taking actions at the rate you actually can. Let me say it again. You need to hear it again. If you are not doing everything in your power while also trusting the universe to do everything in its power, the universe might not be moving things at the pace that you want, but you are slowing down the universe's unfolding by not taking actions at the rate you actually can. You see, sometimes we're stuck in a season because we because we aren't doing the things that we know we need to do, which then leaves us feeling pretty bad about ourselves because we know what to do. We're not taking the actions. We're sitting in disappointment in ourselves. And the universe is looking at our energy, our dimmed down energy going, hmm, She's probably not ready because sometimes we're stuck in a season because not because uh, the universe is slowing us down and not because we're, and and let me get to, this is another reason we're stuck in a season longer than we'd like to be. Not just that you're not doing everything in your power. Like that's one thing, but sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes we're doing everything we, we know we need to do, but not from a place of being the version of ourselves capable of of doing two things. One, getting out of the season and B being a more powerful version of ourselves once we're out. Okay. I've got to say this a little differently because that didn't hit hard enough. You could do, you could be doing everything you need to do to move into that new house you're building. You could be doing everything you need to do to write the the first book of your life that you want to be a New York Times bestseller. You could be doing everything that you need to do to go out into the world on the dating websites and meet your soulmate. You could be doing everything that you need to do to get pregnant while you're dealing with infertility, but it's not just the doing, it's the being. As you're doing, are you truly the version of yourself capable of, A, getting out of the season, and B, being a more powerful version of yourself once you're out? Because, see, people think that the getting out of the season, like the moving from one season to the next, the leveling up from one level to – people think that getting out is the hard part. No. That is actually the easy part. And I know, listen, I'm feeling stuck too. I know this is hard to hear. I'm feeling stuck too. And part of me wants to go, that's not true. It's the getting out that's the hard part. No, 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 no. Lots of folks think that getting out is the hard part. No, it isn't. It's the not repeating the same patterns and being the same person we were in the situation once we're out of it. That's truly the challenging piece. And the fear when people aren't taking action on the things they know they need to do, to get out of a season, part of that is because you're afraid that you're going to be the same person out of the season that you are in it. Let me say that again. You're afraid that you're going to be the same person out of the season that you are in it, which subconsciously causes you to sabotage yourself by not taking action. Because you're like, if I'm just going to be the same person over there, why would I leave over here? Why would I leave over here if I'm just going to be, if I'm just going to track the same things, do the same things, repeat? I don't need to go over to a new place right? I If I am a hoarder in the current house, what makes me think when I build the new house, I'm not going to be a hoarder over there. So why would I even build the new house if all I'm going to do is the same crap in a brand new house? You see what I'm saying? Lots of people have that subconscious belief and don't even know that they have it. And so a lot of people stay stuck because they're afraid that they won't be any different on the other side of the season. And so they go, what's the point? Of doing the work to change it, and here's where the Women of Impact theory with Lisa Bilio. If you don't follow that uh, YouTube channel, please go do that now. Powerful interviews. I watch almost all of them, and Lisa Bilio interviewed Najwa Zebian recently, who is the author of, of one of her books is called Welcome Home. And in this interview, I just watched it this morning too. It's like when I tell you the universe has been giving me the answers. The last week, it's been crazy. And in the interview, she talks about something she said in her book, Welcome Home. And Najwa said, the most painful thing was when I left that room, I didn't know who I was. I was really hoping I was not going to cry in this episode. (sighs) Let me repeat that again. Nadra Zebigan said, the most painful thing was when I left that room, I didn't know who I was. And a lot of us are, are holding up the moving from one season to the next, because, and I include myself in this category, one of our biggest fears is not only when we move from one season to the next, that we are losing the home, the comfort zones the stuckness that was comfortable that we knew, but that when we go into that new land, when we go into that new territory, when we go into that new season, we're going to enter it and look around and say, I don't even know who I am anymore. Like, who am I without the burdens that I carried? Who am I without the trauma and the drama I was dealing with? Who am I without the identity I always thought was me, right? So the most painful thing was when I left that room, I didn't know who I was. So let me ask you, are you afraid like me that when you leave this season of your life for the next season, you won't know who you are and therefore you won't be different than who you've been, right? Because if I don't know who I am, then no matter what season I'm in, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna succumb to the pressures of my environment because my environment knows who it is. And even in a new environment, there will still be those negative influences that come around. And so if I don't know who I am, then how can I ever think that in a new season, I'm gonna be able to stand up for that? Cause I don't know who she is. Right? Nadra said it beautifully. The most painful thing was when I left that room. I didn't know who I was. Think about that. Deal with that. Now let's let's go to how do we get unstuck? So Najwa in the Women of Impact Theory interview also said, "You can't make a new ending taking the same path." Let me repeat that again. You can't make a new ending taking the same path. I'm about to go there. She also said in this interview, Najwa Zebian, author of Welcome Home. Stop trying to change the ending of the story to change what it means about you. <laughs> that one hurt. Stop trying to change the ending of the story to change what it means about you. I'm talking to all the fixers out there with this Najwa Zebian quote. You think fixing other people is going to mean that you change the ending to some early childhood story because you weren't able to fix mom or dad. Ooh, drop the mic. You think changing the work situation, the toxic work situation that was toxic before you got into it, toxic while you're in it will be toxic long after you leave it. You think that you can be a bright light in a toxic work environment and you're going to change decades of that corporate culture being what it is. No, you're not. Stop trying to change the ending of the story to change what it means. But you think that if you have a family and children, you're going to fix all of your original family issues, and you're going to use the family you create to just erase the things you couldn't change as a child. No, you won't. Stop trying to change the ending of the story to change what it means about. You think if you build a business empire and you make millions of dollars, you're going to change the self-doubt that you have within you. Can I help you out? Money never does that. No, No matter how much money you have, money never fixes that. Stop trying to change the ending of the story to change what it means about you. Here's the other thing Najwa Zevian said in the Women of Impact Theory interview. The ending itself is not what you need to change. The storyline is what you need to change. And that is in your hands. The ending itself is not what you need to change. The storyline is what you need to change. And that's in your hands. And can I help you out? You can change the storyline right now no matter what the situation is. Right now in your own head, you can change the storyline, which then redefines you knowing yourself, knowing who you are. And you can actually leave this season of your life knowing who you are because you changed the storyline while you were feeling stuck. It's possible. So let's talk about how do you get unstuck. I'm going to give you 10 things. Number one, stop believing you don't have another choice. I am talking to myself over here. I have been, you know, I was watching the Janet Jackson documentary and she got to a point. I don't want, listen, if you, if you are wanting to watch the Janet Jackson documentary and you haven't watched it yet, I'm going to do spoiler alerts here. So I'm just letting you know. So pause me, go watch it, then come back to this. So I was watching the Janet Jackson documentary last night and she went into a part where she talked about the fact that she's an emotional eater. And that when she's unhappy, when things aren't going well, she eats and she gains weight. And 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 literally the weight doesn't come off until that emotional issue is handled. I am the same. I am the same. And, you know, um, step number one, and maybe not even step number one, but strategy number one is stop believing you don't have another choice. And when I heard her say that last night, I was like, you know what? I need to challenge that limiting belief. I need to challenge the belief that I cannot be, because at the same time, Then it went to a part of her career in her thirties where her arms were ripped. I mean, she was toned, I mean, fit, lean. I, I was like, those are the arms I want. Thank you very much. And I hit a moment watching this documentary. I was like, oh, I need to believe that I have another choice than to emotionally eat, to manage the feelings and the stress that I'm feeling right now. Like, you always have another choice and you always have the power to choose. And just because the way that you've um, managed stress and anxiety has always been one thing before, doesn't mean you have to continue to be the person who does it that way today, even if the season's not changing. So how do you get unstuck? Number one, you stop believing you don't have another choice. And I'm going to do that with the emotional eating thing. Um, I will talk about it at a later time because I, I'm just now, it, it's the strategies I'm putting into place, so I'm not going to talk about it while it's still in its conception pregnancy phase of of co-creation. But number one to getting unstuck is stop believing you don't have another choice. Number two to getting unstuck, change the story in your head. So let's go back to the Najwa Zebian quote. Stop trying to change the ending of the story to change what it means about you. The ending itself is not what you need to change. The storyline is what you need to change, and that's in your hands. So you've got to change the story in your head right here, right now. You need to change the storyline of who you are and how you're now choosing to show up to life. You can go as little or as big as you can with this. You could say, okay, what I'm going to change is I'm a person who keeps my body hydrated. That's it. That's enough to change your whole identity, believe it or not. You don't have to go. I'm going to change everything about myself right now. Cause maybe you're in a tough season and you just don't have the bandwidth for that change one thing or change everything. Totally up to you. But getting unstuck requires that you change the story in your head. You know why? Because I'm going to go back to the other Najwa Seppian quote, when she said, the most painful thing was that I left that room. Was that when I, let me say this again. The most painful thing was when I left that room, I didn't know who I was. See, if as we get older, the the one thing that I'm learning about life is that I've, I've left many seasons, some by force, some by flow. And and when I've left a season by flow, it worked out better than by force. But the one thing I've learned over time is that before I move from one season to the next, I got to be sure I know who I am. I, I I've, I've got to be sure that I know who I am. So changing the story in your head, which is number two, Means you start to get super clear. Begin journaling. Who am I? Who am I to me? Who do I want to be? What is my future self like? What does my future self believe in? How can I embody that right now from this moment forward? Change the story in your head. Number three of getting unstuck. Do all that you can. Here's, here's where I live a lot of the time. DMA, daily massive action. In other words, um, make a list. And title the list, all the actions I can now take to shift this season. Just brainstorm it, mind map it. What are all the things that if it were just totally up to me, I could do to shift the season? Make the list as long as you can possibly think. And then rather than worrying about why the season is not changing, rather than asking the universe, why are you not getting me from here to there? Which is a very entitled standpoint. Just start knocking out the things on the list and, and knock out the things that you feel confident about doing. It doesn't have to be the big things. Sending an email, making a phone call, um, planning what furniture you're going to put into the new house, applying for a mortgage, checking your FICO score if what you want to do is get a mortgage. Make a list of all the actions I can now take to shift this season and make sure you are doing everything in your power to shift the season. What actions Do you need to be taking to feel like you're making? It's all about the feeling. People don't get this. We are creators and destroyers in our lives. And the most powerful creation comes when we feel like we're making progress. So I want you to make a list of all the things that are in your power to shift. And rather than worrying about all the things that are in the universe's power to make happen, stay in your lane, in the lane of what can I do? What can I change? Stick to the plan. I saw this quote on Instagram before I started recording this this morning. And it said, stick to the plan. You knew it wouldn't be easy. (laughs) I was like, here comes the universe slapping me again. Stick to the plan. You knew it wouldn't be easy. Like do all that you can do is number three. Number four, ask for signs and messages from your spirit guides. So I've been doing that a lot over the last 12 months. I've been like spirit guides because, okay, I'm going to go woo-woo for a second, even though this is a business podcast. We all have spirit guides, more than one, and spirit guides are here to assist us on our journey with whatever spiritual lessons we're here to learn in this lifetime. Your spirit guides are there. If you could get out of the angst and the stress and the anxiety and the worry and the fear, you would hear them more clearly. So number four of getting unstuck is say to your spirit guides, show me. Help me see the signs. Give me messages from the universe of the exact steps I need to take. I'm not asking for woo-woo signs like show me a, a wolf in the middle of downtown New York City. You can ask for those and your spirit guides will present them, okay? We're not doubting what spirit guides can do. No, no, no. What I mean is you say to your spirit guides, help me know what the next step is. Make it plain. Make it clear. Tell me what I should be focused on. Tell me who I need to call. I'm listening. And then you just just go on with your day. When I tell you those messages are crystal clear, as soon as you get any of those downloads, those messages from spirit, write them down in Evernote, in your notes on your iPhone, write them down because A, you will forget them if you don't. And B, you need to follow through with whatever your spirit guide said you need to be doing. That is number four. Ask for signs and messages from your spirit guides. Fifth thing you can do to get unstuck Remind yourself constantly that the universe has your back. Like one of the things I loved, and I wrote it on my my little notepad, and I'm going to write it every day in my Powerless book from now on, is in the Dear Gabby episode, Gabby Bernstein really reframed my thinking on the holdup. And she was like, you know, if you're doing everything you can in an energy of faith and grace and ease, just say to yourself, you know, I'm just a little held up. The universe is guiding me in a new direction. I'm writing that thing every single day. I'm just a little, I'm not a lot held up. I'm just a little held up. The universe is guiding me in a new direction. That's all you got to do. I'm a little held up, just a little. The universe is guiding me in a new direction. Write a mantra that makes the whole season stuckness thing feel less, and lighter. Remind yourself constantly that the universe has got my back. This is going exactly the way it's meant to. The universe knows what I need. The universe is delivering it. I'm just a little held up. The universe is guiding me in a new direction. Sixth thing you can do to get unstuck, release the need for deadlines. Meaning now I'm not saying don't have deadlines. Okay. We're going to, I'm strategic. Don't have, I'm not saying don't have deadlines. Here's what I mean. Release the need for deadlines. Stop saying, Hard and fast. By this date, it's got to happen, right? We did that in our 20s. By this date, by this age, I've got to have this, this, and this. By 25, I'm going to arrive, right? If you're listening and you're 25 or below, um, you're probably still there. So, you know, do what you got to do. But you might be a wise old soul and you've never went there like I did in my 20s. Here's the thing. Release the need for deadlines. No more like by this date, it's got to happen. That is super stressful, super pressure-inducing. Instead of doing it that hard and fast way, set a soft deadline and say to yourself, this date or something better. Like I know the ballpark of time by which I want to move to the next season. So I'm going to set a date because I want to be able to start visualizing on that day in that season that it happens. But I'm also going to say to this soft deadline that I've set, this date or something better. Have a vision for the deadline, but be open to the date shifting. Seventh thing you can do to get unstuck. Big one, stop telling other people about the changes you need to make. You know, like I talked about what I'm going to do about the emotional eating, but I'm not giving you details, right? Like stop telling other people about the changes you need to make. There is added pressure when you share your timeline. And that's what I'm going to get to. Like you can share generals with people like I did about the emotional eating stuff, but don't give them a, a, a play-by-play of everything you plan to do. Don't give them a timeline because you know what's going to happen? The universe might shift your timeline and you might have to accept that the universe shifted your timeline, but all the people you told your timeline to – are not going to believe you anymore. They're going to be like, so you said you were going to leave that job in two years. Why are you still there? You said you were going to make a million dollars in your business by this point. Why are you still at your day job? You said you were going to leave that relationship by so-and-so. Well, you're still in it. I. You don't need any of the pressure or the added layer of guilt because now you have an audience of people that you told all your business to, and now you feel like you've let them down when you're in a season that you know needs to change, you've got enough stress and pressure, you don't need a, an arena of people watching you criticizing you. And it was so interesting on the Janet Jackson documentary, here's spoiler number two. It was so interesting to notice that every time she got married, she did it in the secret. And like her sister was like, we didn't even know like we didn't even she just, listen, I can honor that. You know why? Because it's not everybody's business. Like stop telling people all the things you're going to do, plan to do, need to do, and by when, because honestly, the the greatest things, the greatest goals and dreams that you're going to create have a gestation period like pregnancy, right? And so there's a reason why people don't tell people about their pregnancies during the first 12 weeks, because anything could go wrong. And then when they feel more confident about the certainty of that baby coming up, showing up on the earth, then they tell people, I love that Janet Jackson didn't tell people she was getting married and just went and did it because it's like, no, I'm not, I, I don't need any of your energetic stuff, whoever those other people are on my situation. Like my situation is complicated enough. I don't need your help. So stop telling other people about the changes you need to make, specifically about your timeline and you're going to do this. You know why? Cause it's not their business. And you don't need the added pressure of them watching what you do to see if you actually do it on that timeline. Took me a long time to learn this one, by the way. Number eight, how to get unstuck. Get good with being other people's disappointment. I had this lesson in the last week or two, actually. (laughs) It dawned on me in the last week or two. I was like, you know, there are certain people in my life, and I'm talking about family here, for whom I'm always going to be a disappointment. I'm just going to say, there are certain people in my life specifically in my family, for whom no matter how much I accomplished, New York Times bestseller list, uh, millions and millions of dollars, like there are, there are a number of people in my familial circle for whom I will always be their disappointment. And there is nothing I'm ever going to do to not be their disappointment. So the eighth thing you can do to get unstuck, which I think is super important, is get good with being other people's disappointment, like just accept that you're going to be the villain in certain people's stories, no matter what you do. You're going to be the disappointment in other people's stories, no matter what you, you are never going to live up to who they expected you to be anyway. And the truth is you don't want to. And going back to the Janet Jackson documentary, she was talking about, I think it was the Rolling Stone cover where she was not half naked by today's terms, but um, her her ex-husband Renee was holding her breasts and she only had jeans on. And even to this day, her older sister was like, I was so disappointed. We weren't raised that way. Um, it was just too, the whole family was disappointed, right? And here's the truth. You're going to disappoint a lot of people when you go to the next level. You are disappointing a lot of people at the current level. So... If you want to get unstuck, one of the ways to get unstuck is to stop worrying about what other people think of you and stop seeking their approval. So get good with being other people's disappointment because in a number of people's eyes, you will always be a disappointment. The point is you need to not be a disappointment to you. You need to live your life in such a way that you are proud of you. So get good with being other people's disappointments. Ninth thing you can do to get unstuck. And Gabby talked about this in the Dear Gabby episode. Use this as an opportunity to strengthen your faith. Meaning, show up to each day like it's already done. Meaning the season has already changed. It's not going to feel like the season has changed because it hasn't, right? But you need to show up to each day like it is done that the season is going to change. It is done that I'm getting to the next level of my life. It is done that the universe has my back and everything I want on the other side of this is done. That's faith. So show up to today, like whatever you're currently dealing with is the very, very temporary thing that it is because it is meaning whatever the drama, trauma, or stress is of today, just be like, "Mm, it's going to pass. I'm doing the things I need to be doing, which goes back to that list. I'm trusting that the universe has my back. I may not be happy with the timeline, but I do have a soft deadline and I'm willing to flow with life. However, it goes this or something better. I've asked my spirit guides for messages and I'm getting them and writing them down and I'm following through on the messages my spirit guides are giving me, follow through. And I understand that this is very, very temporary in the grand scheme of the entirety of my life. This two years, five years, 10 years, over 90 years is very temporary because it is. So use this as an opportunity to show up to every day like this next season is already done because it is. 10th and final thing you can do to get unstuck. Stop reliving a past you can't change. You know, so many people are living in the woulda, shoulda, coulda land, right? Like, yes, it would have been nice if you if you decided and taken action five years ago. But you know what? You weren't ready five years ago for reasons that you know and reasons that you don't know. And you really don't know if you'd taken another path years ago, if that path would have taken you down the right road. You don't know. Like, I love the people who sit in the If I just done it differently, and I sit there too. So let me, I'm calling myself out here too. I sit in the, if I just made a different choice, if I, I don't know that it would have been any better. And I don't know that it wouldn't have been worse. You don't know if that path would have been better. So stop debating it in your mind. You are on this path. You are in this life. Focus on changing this life because now you know you're ready to do that. If you're even asking the question, why is it taking so long? You know the beauty of asking that question? You're ready to change it. Anytime you're going, why am I not in the next season? That means you're ready to shift it. So instead of being impatient and pissed off that you're still in the same season, honor the fact that you recognize it needs to change. You want it to change. You're no longer asleep in your life thinking that this is all there is. And now you need to do the work inner and outer to get to the next season. Stop Stop the regret. Like yesterday is gone. 10 years is gone. 20 years. It's over. Done. You've got now and you've got tomorrow. So what are you going to do about it now? Here's my final point. I'm going to go back to the most important thing I think you can do. And it's this Nadra Zebian quote. When she says the most painful thing was when I left that room, I didn't know who I was. If you do only one thing as a result of listening to this, here's the thing I want you to do. It's the thing I'm going to do. Get clear on who you are and who you want to be get crystal clear like you know what you stand for you know what you want you know who you are you know how you show up in life and be that person starting now in every way possible so that A you're no longer afraid to go to the other side of this season and not know who you are because you're getting clear on it in this season and B because you deserve to be the person you want to be starting now you don't need to wait for a new season to be the person you want to be be that person now so this has been the truth about feeling stuck in a season you wish would change. If this helped you, please let me know. Reach out to me. My email is info at Please share this with other people. I think a lot of people need to hear this. And I'm putting this on repeat because I'm in a season that I wish would change. And I need to be reminded of this every single day. And remember, what did, what did Gabby Bernstein say? Let me just pull that quote out again because I think it's so, you know, I'm just a little held up the universe is guiding me in a new direction. Remember, you're not a lot held up. You're just a little held up and take action to move forward and trust and believe and know. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to She Runs the Show.